the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Time for the only radio show of its kind. Auctioneers of antiques. Collectors of cool. Veterans of vintage. It's the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. For the next hour, enjoy great information about buying and selling antiques and collectibles. And some interesting stories. Now, the Donnelly Auctions Hour. Welcome to the Donnelly Auctions Hour. Thank you for joining us. We are here every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. Just say, Alexa, play the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM 560, The Answer. Just make sure she's playing today's episode, not last week's (laughs) episode. Did you ever wonder, Randy, how the person who invented the clock knew what time it was in the first place? That's a little question for you to ponder today. Okay. But I'm Susan, and I'm here today with my partner, Randy Donnelly. We are the owners of Donnelly Auctions in Union, Illinois. We're just 60 miles west of Chicago, right down I-90 at the Wild West Town. That's us. That's you you and your family own in the Wild West Town. Sure, yeah. But unlike the Seinfeld series, which is a show about nothing, the Donnelly Auctions (laughs) Hour is a show about something. Oh, Seinfeld. Wasn't that great? The show about nothing. They always uh, promoted. That's right. In our show today, we're going to talk about antiques in general and specifically vintage clocks today. So back to the question is, how do you... How did the person who invented the clock knew what time it was? I'm sure a lot of you know the answer, and they used what back in the day? Sundials <laughs> in ancient Egypt, sometime prior to 1500 B.C. But but still, isn't it interesting that they decided, I mean, that an hour was a standard length of time, right. and 60 minutes to the hour and everything? Right. Mathematicians had to figure all that out so that they could figure the not only the length of time in a day, but... Uh, you know, in in a year. I mean, it was all calculated mathematically. Right. They had to figure out how long it took for activities and how much daylight they had in the the ocean and the sand and all that that kind of stuff. Sure. So clocks and time in general is our subject of the day today. So don't go anywhere. But first, Randy, let's talk about the crazy adventures at Donley Auctions this week. Oh, my goodness. There's so much that happened uh, this week at, uh, at the auction gallery. Uh, I mean, we had that huge phonograph and radio collection that, that came in. Right. And, you know, that was from callers from our last show when we were talking about vintage radios. It, it, isn't that incredible? Yeah. Uh, thank you so much uh, out there, uh, all of you who listen and, and do call us with items that you want to sell. I mean, that's, that's what we do. We're here to sell your merchandise for you, for your, your collections and, and everything. And, yes, uh, we've gotten a lot of, lot of interest in uh, uh, items coming in since our last show. Yeah. Right. And not only that, but we are partners with you when you do bring it in. So we have a new consigner that we met who has 215 radios. I can't wait to get to know him and work with him more. So keep the phone calls coming, folks. We love hearing from you. And we've had so much else. I mean, somebody just uh, yesterday dropped dropped off a, a 1900 storm buggy. Looks like an old Amish uh, carriage. Uh, we'll be selling that in April for them. 
uh, yesterday, uh, we, we had a pickup from, from the Netherlands. Uh, a, a buyer in the Netherlands flew in uh, to pick up their, their merchandise that they, they bought from us at, at past auctions. It's got to go on to a cargo ship. Yeah, it's and all got to be crated and shipped and yeah, everything. Crazy. Just in- incredible. Now, just think, you can buy it and just take it home in your car. Other customers have to actually have it crated and shipped and, and sent across the, the ocean. My God, um, the right, people are buying from all over the world. Bidders from all, all over, over the, the world. world that's yeah. for sure. And we'll talk a little bit about that, too, uh, later on in our show about how to bid in an auction, whether or not you can attend or not, and what your options are. But one thing that also happened this week, I want to let everybody know, our next Vintage License Plates auction is now online, and that auction is Sunday, March 12th. So if you are a Vintage License Plate collector, I suggest you go to DonleyAuctions.com and click on the button that says License Plate Auction. You got it. It's yep. online only, so but you can come in and but, preview them if you want. Yeah, you can see them live at our, at our facility, which is in Union, Illinois. Or, but like I say, it's online right now. If you go to DonleyAuctions.com, you can see the license plate auction uh, taking place as we speak. But you know what we've had? This is our, what, third one? Right. Second or third one in the last six months. License plates are becoming highly collectible. Well, they have been. They have been all along, but all of a sudden we've just got an influx of vintage license plates, a lot from the show. Well, and it's what we keep saying, though. It's the age of collectors, so many collectors are just getting old, and it's time to time to pass these collections right. along. So, what's interesting about all the collections that are coming on the market right now is these have been collected up for twenty, thirty years, and at no price could you have bought them from people that was their collection. It wasn't available. So, buying at auction is just the perfect time right now because so much merchandise is coming onto the market due to the age of so many collectors. Mm-hmm. They're, they're getting old, and it's it's time to, to pass it along. That's right. You know, we even had a, uh, a driver who just left uh, for Florida uh, to go pick up uh, a Mercedes and a Porsche that we're going to be selling in uh, April. April. That's yeah. right, because our wow. April Spring Classic, we have a whole day dedicated to Petroliana, which consists of vintage and classic cars, motorcycles, bicycles, signs, advertising, sure. gas so, pumps. So, again, if you've got cars, motorcycles, or, or uh, these type of things that you want to sell, uh, again, think of the advantage you have being in the Chicago area. You're not shipping it all the way from That's Florida right. or California like so many of our, our clients do. They've got um, huge uh, you know, shipping fees and, and, and this type of thing. But... Right here, we can do it for you at, I mean, in most cases, no charge. That's right. We'll pick it up for you. And tell them what's happening today as we speak. As we speak. Oh, right. But I don't want you to stop listening to the radio. But as we speak. No, you got to multitask. <laughs> the, uh, our firearms and military auction is actually taking place right now. So if you go to DonleyAuctions.com and uh, click, you know, uh, on our, our site for the auction today, you can see what's going on live, literally. And, yeah, we're being videotaped live as well, so you can actually see us. Right, right, exactly. So if, if you want to watch home. the auction, you, you can do that right now. Uh, it's taking place, and, and it'll probably be going on till oh, I would say, well, p.m. 5, 6 o'clock today. 
Uh, so there's a lot to be to be sold yet. You haven't missed uh, all that much. And They're then, just missing the donuts and the coffee. But if you get in your car and start driving 60 miles west of Chicago, you might get there in time for lunch. You got it. Well, not really because it's already uh, so one, one o'clock. One That's o'clock. right. Yeah. yeah, I don't think there's um, much left. So uh, tomorrow we do have our military auction. Uh, so if you are not there today and you want to come to one of our live auctions, uh, drive on out tomorrow. Uh, auction starts at 10 o'clock, and that'll be military relics, uh, helmets, uniforms, medals, swords, daggers, all kinds of uh, great, great items. The auction starts at 10, but you can get in as early as 8 o'clock, 8 a.m. for viewing. And that's, uh, again, only 60 miles from Chicago, right up by 90, very easy to get to. That's right. And once you come in, you come to the front desk, and our lovely staff there will walk you through the process and how to get registered It's very easy, but we'd love for you to come out and see us sometime. This weekend's a perfect opportunity. And, you know, if you're a consigner, you know, and want to see what, uh, who and what we are, come to the auction so you can see for future if you want to consign with us exactly what would take place. You know, so many people, again, are saying all the time, well, wait a minute, I don't understand this process. Uh, So come to an auction, you know, come on out tomorrow, uh, Sunday. We've got this live auction. And, and you're here. You, we have another auctioneer who's going to be doing the actual auctioning. But Randy's here to meet with you, talk with you, walk you through the steps. You can actually meet the famous Randy Donnelly right. tomorrow. Susan as well. and I will both be available <laughs> we'll be for there. you. Yeah, sure. That's right. So the other thing that happened this week, of course, it was Valentine's Day, and I got the best Valentine's Day gift so far. Well, I think so. It was pretty awesome. Even though I planned it, it still was pretty amazing. So thank you for that, Randy. Tell them what we did. Oh, my goodness. Um, We were at the San Filippo Estate in Barrington, Illinois, um, which is a phenomenal, phenomenal organization. It's actually the the private estate of of the San Filippos. And Jeffrey San Filippo right now is, is running events there, you know, as for charity. So if you do have a a charitable organization and are looking for the best site, the best site in the state of Illinois to run a high-end charity function, it is the San Filippo Estate. And we were uh, there for the Perfume Passage, which is the best collection of fragrance in the world. In the world. He said United States, but I think... I, everybody agrees. Well, it's no, the best the, the, there collection were perfume, in the world. Uh, people there that said it, it's it by was far in, an in amazing, the world. unforgettable evening, and I'm just so glad we got to be a part of that. So thank you, Jeffrey Sanfilippo, for inviting us. It, it was just incredible. It was but, wonderful. But we've been there so many times. Tell them some of the the, the fun stuff that's that's happened there. Well, we uh, attended the Hollywood you. memorabilia dinner, and I got to sit with Bernie Koppel of The Love Boat and Martin Landau, who wanted to steal me away from you. Unfortunately, <laughs> you Martin Landau did. passed away in 2017. But we'll talk more about that later, too. But I want to let everyone know, before you go anywhere, stay tuned. We have our special guest coming up, Alex Denno, owner of TikTok Clocks in Palatine. He's going to talk to us about clocks. You are listening to the Donley Auctions Hour right here on AM560, The Answer. called auctioneers of antiques, collectors of cool, even veterans of vintage, and they can introduce themselves. Thanks for listening. 
This is the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to the Donnelly Auctions Hour. I'm Susan, and this is Randy. We're with Donnelly Auctions in Union, Illinois, just 60 miles west of Chicago. And we are talking today about antique and vintage clocks. And we have a special guest. His name is Alex Denno. He's the owner of TikTok Clock Repair on Hart Street in Palatine. How are you, Alex? Thanks for joining the hey, show Alex, today. Yeah, thanks for, for Susan, Randy, how are you guys? Hey, great. We're great. excellent. You know, thanks I, for having me on. I wanted I wanted to tell everybody real quick uh, a, a quick story about how I uh, acquired a huge, as uh, you know, Alex, a huge antique <laughs> clock collection out of uh, Minnesota. And like most collectors, this gentleman loved to play with his toys, so to speak. And he had things taken apart and dismantled, and and he was going to do this and going to do that with it. Well. When it came time for us to receive it, everything was still apart. And, oh, my God, I called you, Alex. and Alex to the rescue. Oh, if I didn't <laughs> have you, what would we have done, huh? And your dad, too. Let's not forget about your, your wonderful dad. But I do know Absolutely. that what you do is truly a lost art. Tell us a little bit about your background, Alex. Well, I started when I was eight years old. You know, the company itself started in 76, um, but when my parents married. But I was eight years old, young, homeschooled, and, you know, I kind of grew up around it, you know, in the home. But being homeschooled, my mother was always, you know, she would she was my teacher, and she was our one of our clockmakers and our, um, you know, our part owner. So what happened in the early days, I would take lessons for school, and while she would be working on a clock, my school desk was in the clock shop. So I would sort of absorb everything going on around me while I did my homework and my schoolwork while she, you know, while she worked on a repair. And um, it just sort of uh, morphed into an interest for me when I was sick. You know, I when you're younger, you don't really think of these passions and things. When I turned 16, I just sort of started loving it. And it became, you know, I started living and breathing clocks. And, you know, my, you know, I had been learning about the repair business since I was little, but I just finally started to get actual repairs. My father would really just fuss over me and kind of groom me along with my mother, you know, and they would give me work. And, you and know, I did some correspondence work as well, but that's how it started. That, wow. that's, that's one thing I, I absolutely love about your, your company is uh, your parents, Jim and Vicki, are, are still very active. I mean, uh, all of you have been out to, to our facility to help us with, with clocks. And I just have to tell everybody out there, if you need clock repairs, I mean, one one thing I know you do specialize in, in grandfather clocks. I'll get back to that in a second. But, oh, my goodness. The, you are the nicest people. I've I've had so many uh, repair people in different fields and everything o- over the years, and sometimes they can really become prima donnas. And you guys are so down to earth and easy to to work with. And one thing I know that you do that is so unheard of: you actually make house calls for grandfather clocks. Correct? We do absolutely, and it's. 
you can't just lug them in. You know, that's the problem. And some of the old ones can be exceptionally sensitive, you know, and they need to be worked on where they're sitting. You know, we get some from the 18th century, heck, some even from the 17th century I've done downtown, and they're just, they don't like to move. Right, so, so you don't recommend best, that anyone transports them to our facility. You just can't do that. You can, but it's very difficult. I would advise right. against it. I would talk to a professional first or talk to the folks we have at the auction house that, you know, they just seem to really be good with moving these things, you know. That's true, yeah. we are. And, and that that is, again, yes, one thing that we do. And, of course, we take our pride in 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 treating people's possessions like it's our own. Alex, yeah. what do you recommend would be something to look for as a new collector? What's valuable now? What? How would we identify an antique? What, what do you say about that? The antique, well, the, that's, that's, the, collectors alike have had a, there's a couple of rules of thought, but basically an antique clock is anything, you know, 1945 and, and older. Of course, like anything else, the market is just gone downhill right. um, but there are things out there for instance there was a there was a auction recently over the weekend last weekend and there were a few clocks you know that are you know but they would bring a you know small fortune in the 80s and 90s they're going for you know 100 200 dollars when these are one two thousand dollar clocks you know so that's something that's really sad but the more valuable pieces out there still kind of hold their value. So what you want to look for, we notice in the market right now, the antique American clocks are the ones, particularly from the East Coast makers, like um, such as Eli Terry and Simon Willard, those types of clocks tend to maintain their value. Um, And there just wasn't many of them made to begin with. So that market sort of, you know, has preserved itself. Granted, they are going a little lower than we'd like, but they are pretty valuable still. So banjo clocks, which have a shape of kind of a banjo on Mm -hmm. the wall, um, or I would say clocks that are musical, um, that have, you know, bells and different things. That's more of an English trait, but those are, um, those are clocks that are sought after because they're very pleasant to listen to. So for collectors, and novices alike, you know, read up and follow the market and just see what where things are going. You know, kind of follow the trends. You That's know, the best thing. You talk about musical clocks and, and values and everything. We uh, sold years ago a uh, uh, a three-disc symphonia music box clock. It, uh, outstanding, outstanding clock. Back then, I mean, probably 20 years ago, this clock uh, brought a hundred thousand dollars. Now that same clock today was is probably as low as twenty five to thirty thousand. However, yeah, I mean that's still a big hit when when somebody uh, has one out of their house. Okay, it's kind of like stocks; you missed the peak, but still that doesn't mean that that all clocks uh, have no value. I mean. Uh, the entire antique market is is depressed because there's no young collectors. That's the biggest problem that we see is all the collectors are now old. And um, as merchandise comes on the market, supply and demand, too much supply, not enough demand. But still, uh, again, when we talk about a clock being worth twenty five to $30,000, that's something you have to, to know because uh, – 
you know, we, we can find that for you in your home. That's right. So if you do have something that you're unsure of, leave us an email at donleyauctions at outlook.com with some photos. You can even text them to Randy. I can get that number later. But we kind of need to see what you have, what the tag says. We'll ask our resident experts, Alex and his family, um, just to give you some direction on what to do with it. Is it worth anything or not? But we need to see the photo and any information you have on it. However, what I do want to mention is what we know is also very collectible in addition to mantle clocks and wall clocks are PAM clocks. Tell them about PAM clocks, right? Well, you, you know, PAM clocks uh, are advertising clocks, and they, they all pretty much look alike. They're about um, 1 foot to 18 inches square, and they advertised products, uh, small electric clocks with a, a beveled glass front, and you would have seen them in in uh, auto repair stores or, or uh, supermarkets uh, advertising products like uh, Coca-Cola or Pepsi, or it, ice cream, yeah. you know, you name it, jewelry mm. stores, anything and everything uh, advertised on PAM clocks. And they're very collectible. Average uh, price of, of a PAM clock is in the 300 range, but it's not unusual for some of these to hit into the, the thousands. We sold one just a couple years ago, Pepsi, neon. It had neon on it, though. Clock sold for $1,400. So you yeah. never know. You got to show us what you have. But, Alex, is are those uh, the types of clocks that you repair also? Or are you mainly focused on grandfather clocks? Our specialty is grandfather clocks. However, we have worked on some ham clocks over the years. In fact, we had one that said Coca-Cola on it. This was um, This was in the early 2000s, and... It was funny because the late, well, the the husband had been collecting these things for years. And the wife calls us um, and says, we have one clock here. We don't know anything about it, but a man offered me $100. (laughs) Well, hold that thought (laughs) and we'll have you back on the next segment to tell us more about that. Can you stay with us for another, uh, I want to finish that story, but don't go anywhere, folks. Coming up next, Alex is going to finish his story about that clock. You're listening to the Donley Auctions Hour here every Saturday at 1 o'clock on AM 560, The Answer. You're listening to the Donley Auctions Hour on AM 560, The Answer. Welcome back to the Donley Auctions Hour. I'm Susan here today again with Randy Donley of Donley Auctions in Union, Illinois. We have our special guest today, Alex Denno. He's the owner of TikTok Clock Repair. Try to say that fast. And they're in Hart, on Hart Street in Palatine. Just the best clock experts we know that we work with um, for uh, many of our auctions. Alex, we want you to finish that story you were telling us about the Pam Clock. Sure. So the um, clock worked perfectly. And um, a woman, again, the woman called us. She lived in the North Shore. Husband was a collector of all sorts of odds and ends, but this was the only clock. And a clock repair man came out, offered her $100 for it. And she almost said yes, but she thought, I need a second opinion. So my father comes over and looks at it. And this is a Coca-Cola pan clock. says, you really need to get this thing evaluated and looked at because this is worth more than maybe even $500. Well, that same clock ended up going to auction. It sold for over $3,300. Wow. In, um, New- it was in New York, the auction was, as a matter of fact. But, 
you know, it, there are some really nifty things, with, and especially Americana advertising. Right. If you have stuff like that, and Pam clocks, Coca-Cola, tobacco products, um, those types of clocks are always worth looking out for. And, you know, one thing, uh, you mentioned the, the, the difference in value between what somebody offered and uh, as opposed to what it went for. That's one reason that I want to tell everybody out there that we highly recommend TikTok clock is because we know, uh, we've dealt with you uh, so often, we know the honesty and the integrity, and that's why we can recommend TikTok clock to everybody out there. Um, Jim, Vicki, and Alex, who's with us today, do just a wonderful job. Yes, thank you, Alex. But what were you guys talking about, Joan Rivers? What was that story? Well, do you have time for that? Yeah, real, real quick, real uh, quick. Uh, Susan. Uh, in this collection of, of clocks that... Uh, uh, that we got from Minnesota, uh, as as Alex was was helping us put together and and uh, uh, research these clocks, um, Alex, um, I'll let you tell the story. But it turns out Alex found out that one of these grandfather clocks um, had actually been owned by the famous Joan Rivers. So so Alex, t- tell us a little bit more about that. Well, as you know, all these things came in in pieces, and <laughs> right. there were yeah, in, saw them, yes. oh, it was you know it was crazy, you know. I mean, the poor fellow who owned it all too. I did end up speaking with him, as you have a nice guy, and you know, you always plan on finishing projects, but life gets in the way. So he has all these things everywhere, and I'm looking at one of these clocks in particular, and there's auction paperwork on their labels and it all says Joan Rivers and it's very interesting because I thought well that's an odd thing to be labeling stuff so we put it all together and it's grandfather from the 18th century very very primitive but very advanced for the time period it's a grandfather clock um, for the for our listeners I'll kind of briefly describe it it sits at about eight eight and a half feet tall um, and it has this beautiful veneer work it's a musical tall case clock and it plays on 14 bells. But the nifty thing is, is, is it changes its tune every day automatically without user intervention. Hmm. Um, but yeah, we found out through some... Go yeah. ahead. No, no, go ahead. Quickly. Yeah. Yeah. We found out through some research um, that it was actually owned and in Joan Rivers' New York penthouse. Wow. Um, now, this so clock is current. going to be for sale, ladies and gentlemen, at our April extravaganza april spring classic which is april 27th 28th 29th we're going to have a whole clock uh segment within the auction so right we're going to have pretty much the second half of this clock collection uh so that that, clock will be in april that's correct it'll be ready for that won't it uh alex absolutely it's Uh it's it's we just restored the whole mechanism it runs like it was designed to and i'll say briefly to even you know novices and collectors alike um if you're there are some great clocks that are going to come up in the classic um in all in all price ranges and there are going to be some fantastic pieces for the advanced collector as well such as the joan rivers clock and a couple other european and early americana things that you just do not see so, so it sounds like we're going to have a little bit of something for everyone in all different price ranges. Well, absolutely. Yeah, but, and and that's again the beauty of what I keep telling people constantly is this is a perfect time to buy because first these things have not been available for sale for the last twenty years. Right. They've been all collected up, and they're 
the price is right right now. If you want to become a collector, the, you'll never get better prices than right now than, than buying because the, the price is depressed right now. It's a perfect time. Wow. Well, Absolutely. Alex, we want to thank you for being on our show today. Alex, the owner of TikTok Clock Repair in Palatine. Give them a call. Check their website at, guess what, tiktokclock.com. Can't well, forget that one. Plus, you can go to Donnelly Auctions. Uh, we'll have uh, it, uh, information yes, about we'll them on our website. Yes, we'll have information them as well. So coming up next, we're going to be talking about the Spring Classic Auction. We've mentioned where the Joan Rivers clock is going to come up for sale. But we want to let you know some of our, the history behind this auction, some of the great prices we've gotten, and some of the things we're looking for. We are looking for some great merchandise for this. Now is the time to consign. But we also want to, again, tell you how easy it is to actually bid in an auction as a new collector, an, an advanced collector, a seasoned collector. We want to make sure you understand how simple it is. So don't go anywhere, folks. Now is the time to buy and sell. Join us after the break. You're listening to the Donley Auctions Hour here on AM560, The Answer. And now, more of the Donley Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to the Donley Auctions Hour. I'm Susan, and this is Randy Donley. We are with Donley Auctions. That's D-O-N-L-E-Y, Auctions in Union, Illinois. Thank you, Alex, our special guest today, the owner of TikTok Clock Repair in Palatine. Boy, they know you know, they know and, their stuff there. What an art. And if you listen to repair clock. our show last week, I do want to say ahoy. Ahoy, everyone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and if you don't get it, you have to you have to now, listen every week or you're that, not going to understand that's our That's a puzzle jokes. now. What does he mean by that? <laughs> but, you know, as I was doing my homework on this this episode about clocks, you know, I wanted to make it interesting because, you know, clocks are clocks. But what Alex was saying, it's fascinating, the stuff we've learned about clocks and how valuable some of them can be. And getting them to auction now is a great time. But I also found out some interesting information about the shot clock, you know, in basketball. Yeah. It was introduced in 1954. And you know what they did before that? No, they used I have no to idea. Sit, I know because you're not a, really a sports <laughs> fan, so... They used to sit on the ball instead of having that time where you have to shoot the ball. They used to sit on it and wait for the clock to run out. Well, thank so, God they changed that. Thank God they changed it. So I was thinking the same thing. Why don't they do that in baseball? Oh, my gosh. How many games do we have to watch that are over three hours long? Just pitch the ball already. Well, I just learned that ESPN has just announced that there's a new rule in 2023 called the pitch clock. Get out of here. I'm not kidding. I might have to go see a game this year. So they get 15 seconds to pitch the ball when the the bases are empty and 20 seconds when there's runners on base. Thank gosh, those games are going to be under three (laughs) hours this year. And it's all because of a clock. All because of a clock, even though we have them on our phones now. Well, you know. They're still important in life, that's for sure. That's so interesting that that you bring that up because, uh, you know, so many times – I look at clocks, you know, I used to look at you clocks. You used to wear a watch every day, Oh, too. I did. I wore a watch. But beyond that, people had advertising clocks on the front of their businesses to draw attention because everybody was running late. Oh. What time is it while they're driving? Those there, are so collectible. There was a clock that uh, I remember on my way to school, I always looked at a bank clock to see, you know, how late I was, you know, trying to get <laughs> to, to school. Were you always late? Now, really, now that everybody's got it on their cell phone, there's really very little need for that. Everybody's got 
right. a clock in Unless their hand. Have, we at, now need, though, a at, shot at, clock at and a pitch clock, though. That's, yeah. That was my point. Mm-hmm. But talk about a tower clock. That was something that we were going to mention earlier. I don't really know what those do, but I know we have some in our well, gallery right let's now. Let's back up and say you were going to tell us who the most famous clock oh, is. Oh, yeah. My little trivia question for the day is, who is... Who, what is what is the most famous clock in the world? And I'll give you the answer to that in the next segment. Well, no, tell us now you because know I want to go into tower clocks. Uh, okay, that's actually a good idea. I'm <laughs> sure most of you know that Big Ben in London Big ben. that was built in 1959 is the most famous clock in the world. Well, and the reason I wanted to say that now is because I wanted to mention in our next in our April auction we have tower clocks yes, that that are huge. for sale. And tower clocks is a specialized collecting, and it is actually the mechanism of the clock that sat all the way up in, in the top of the tower uh, to to operate the, these tower clocks. Obviously, if people are collecting tower clocks, they're not collecting the whole tower, just right. the mechanism inside it. And we have... Uh, several of them in our April auction. Mm -hmm. So the April auction, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is so eclectic. There's so much there. Uh, You know, cars, motorcycles, signs, gas pumps, architecture. And, you know, in this auction, actually a a large collection of clocks from tower clocks to mantle clocks to figural clocks, just and advertising clocks. We have clocks, you know, with neon around them that, that advertise you know, products and everything. So advertising clocks, you name it, they're going to be in this auction in April. That's right. I had a, a friend who said, I have a barber chair. Can you guys come take this barber chair for me? I remember. Sent you to her house, got the barber chair, looking around her garage and saw that magnificent clock hanging on the wall. What'd you say to her? You want to sell that at auction? <laughs> Is that for sale? <laughs> Is that for sale? And she said, well, I never thought about it. And sure enough, we brought it back. You had the neon repaired we re- on it. We had and the repair I think she got down. six to $800 for that. Right. And she was not expecting that at all. So no, these are the know. type of things that people sell at garage sales for $50. Right. And that's why we tell you all the time, call us or email us because We'll let you know what our opinion of value is. That's right. You can email us at donleyauctions at outlook.com. But all of our information is on our website at donleyauctions.com. It's D-O-N-L-E-Y. Or you know what? I love getting phone calls. Give us a call at 815-923-7000. Whatever you're comfortable with, you can email us, call us. Um, We'll be happy to give you some direction. All of our auctions are themed. So we we're talking about we have the firearms and military auction this weekend. It's right now. March. It's, it's right going now. Going on right now. March is the phonographs and antique radios, radios vintage yeah. radios, mm-hmm. and then and in April in advertising, and then in April is our spring classic where we just kind of merge a little bit of everything. It's it's just so much cool stuff. We don't even know what to say. So we're going to talk about that in a little bit more detail of some specific items we're looking for. Absolutely. Like cars and motorcycles, antique, uh, vintage, you know, and even even some of the modern uh, uh, collectibles. So, like, the cars we're picking up in, in Florida, the, the Porsche and Mercedes that we'll have here, um, they're, they're relatively modern but very collectible. That's right. And we want to talk about that world record we set. Remember that last year? I think it was last year or 2021 even. Uh, from the World's Fair. We'll talk about that, too. Just we want to be more specific about items we're looking for. We do get a lot of calls. 
Um, but, you know, we're looking for the best of the best, the cool of the cool yep. for the April auction. So coming up next, don't go anywhere. We want to see if you have any of these items in your home. You're listening to the Donley Auctions Hour right here on AM560, The Answer. The Donnelly Auctions Hour continues now on AM560, The Answer. We're back with the Donnelly Auctions Hour talking about items you may have at home that are of value today. Randy, let's talk about our April Spring Classic. I cannot wait. It It's a finger snap away, but I think now is the time to talk about some items we're looking for. Well, you know, we're... Uh, you know, as you said, just in the in the last segment, we're looking for the best of the best. I mean, rare, unusual, neat pieces. And so we're going to be looking for, well, let's talk about one item that we sold in, in our last uh, April auction that we set a world's record set for. Set a world's record. A gentleman called us and he said, I've got one of the best Coke machines there is. It's extremely rare, extremely valuable, and I need to get $12,000 out of it. Well, it was from the 1933 World's Fair. It was a, a Coke dispenser. And yes, it was a very, very good piece. Um, but he wanted 12000 He was hooked on that price. And right before the auction, he wants to pull it out of the auction because he's nervous that we won't get that price. Right. I remember that. And, and he said, no, no, I, I can't do this. I can't do this. I said, I said trust me. Yeah, we've got bidders all over the world. It's got bids on it. Let it go. Let, yeah. Let's see what happens. So it ends up he wants twelve thousand. It goes for thirty five thousand dollars, which was the highest price paid. Pretty happy uh, that in day. twenty, uh, you know, twenty one. It was just a crazy good, and um, uh, we've got other neat items. You know, we had a, a Mills horse race machine uh, that sold for forty seven thousand five hundred. It made right here in Chicago. That's right. A, a coin operated, a nickel operated, a big Nickelodeon. It, it played a piano and had a little horse race display in it. It was beautiful. Very, very neat piece. And these are all the type of items that we have in our Spring Classic. Coin-out machines, uh, soda fountain, general store, continue on. Oh, all kinds of things. Barbershop items, uh, tobacco bars, back bars, uh, carousel animals, kitty rides, gas pumps, toys, display cases. So not only are we selling those in, in April, but we're always looking for more. So you need to call us and tell us what you have. Right. And condition, you know, so many times people say, oh, no, my, my item is, is not working or it's uh, broken or this or that. Condition is not necessarily a, a, a detriment. Right. Many, many people want stuff in old, as-found condition. Well, they want to do their own restoration work after they buy it. That's true, yes. And we've got people we can talk to about that as well. But one thing I always get asked about are arcade games. Vintage arcade games. Pinball machines are extremely popular right now. You what bet. can you tell us about those, Randy? Well, pinball machines are all over the board in price. I mean, many, many pinball machines are only going to go for three, $400. But it's not unusual for us to walk in and find $6,000 pinball machines, you know, four, five, $6,000. So, don't sell your pinball machines uh, cheap. Let us know what you've got. Mm -hmm. We'll give you a, a, an, an estimate. Again, yeah, send photos to yeah, our email yeah. address. But I also want to remind everybody that our May auction coming up 
is a, another gun and military That's auction. That's right. We have an so influx of we, firearms right now. We are right now restocking. I mean, we've got a gun auction going on today. Our next gun auction is in May. So it's time now to consign. If you've got guns, shotguns, pistols, you know, rifles, Ammunition. ammo, that's all the type of thing that we're going to be selling in May. So if you have any, you need to contact us now. That's right. We do carry our own federal firearms license. FFL, yes. Our own FFL, mm-hmm. so we can come pick them up. We can transport them. We can buy, sell them, transfer for you. So stay tuned next week. We have a big surprise for you. You got <laughs> it's it. It's going to be interesting. Uh, but come to the auction. We're Donnelly Auctions in Union, Illinois. I'm Susan. And I'm Randy Donnelly. And we'll see you, see you at, at the, the auction. auction. Thanks for listening to the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. Check out all the latest information on upcoming auctions and collectibles at DonnellyAuctions.com. And while you're there, you can contact someone about buying or selling your collectibles or estates. That's DonnellyAuctions.com. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.